1: Welcome to the Alio podcast. Yes, it's still called the ALEO podcast for now. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggly. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubitch D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Not the IU football program. No. No, no, no. So uh, we're here to, well, you know, we don't have producer Seth with us right now. He's out doing family things. Family man, doing family things. Uh, might hop on. When he does, you'll know, because this will somehow get worse. So... Um, but if you want to block him, it's on Twitter. It's at state top five S E T A H five. Um, <clears throat> the reason I'm talking so fast is because I don't really want to talk about this game. Uh, this game being the game, uh, against Penn state, the, I have to look this up, Brandon, because I don't remember 45, 14 loss at home. Um,
0: I honestly so forgot we got our second touchdown to be, I told court. you we were going to score one more, like just a you sympathy did. touchdown.
1: You did. And you were right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one coming from Dexter, Jaylen. right?
0: No, Jalen Lucas, one yard,
1: punched in. Okay, Dexter drive, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk about this. Hopefully, we can keep this shorter than an average possession for IU's offense and get you guys out of here quick. Again, as I said, final score, Penn State 14, IU, or I'm sorry, Penn State 45, IU 14. Um, what started incredibly promising, um, Brandon missed the best drive of the game. Um, at least it wasn't in his seats um, during that game. Immediately turns around, interception, and then we just kind of had the, the game brought to us from there, pretty much, right, Brandon? Um, where they lose, I want to see what that drive was. because 23 here, yards, 23 yards. Negative? Negative. negative? 23 yards. After an interception, Correct. after you Correct. just tie the game at 7-7, get the ball, what, on their 30? That just kind of tells you how it goes. And you know what's messed up, Brandon, is that we've we've talked about this all year, what the problem is, what the main problem is, the obvious problem. Minus
0: is. 13, I'm sorry, not 23. Okay. 13. We intercepted it on their 23. We ended up punting it from our own 44. No, from the 31, sorry. Penn State 31 okay. to the Penn State 44. So like that math does up we know how you are with math so um
1: but yeah so that well i don't even remember what i was talking about but um
0: how the first quarter was fun it
1: was great yeah really there was still a, a lot of hope going with jack and then the what is it a metaphorical bubble or whatever that's around the stadium um was completely popped as soon as he went down and was clearly injured, with just a laundry list of things wrong with him, yeah, Now which... we won't we
0: won't we won't go through it because no, of of HIPAA, but he's done. Like yeah. there 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 is a hundred percent, and his career. I mean, that's what probably stinks the most. His career is over. And he the looked, severity of the injuries.
1: He looked under control. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He was making plays. I love how he was running. I mean, yes. the running
0: was impressive
1: yes um except for the slides you know i hated <laughs> i hated the slides
0: i get the slides, that was a big slides. possession that <laughs> was a really big possession, possession. yeah
1: and um yeah that's probably all we really need to talk about individual moments of the game nothing else really stands taiwan out. got
0: an interception taiwan
1: did finally get an interception um we thought that was a big turning point in the game and yeah Everybody knows what happened. If you're listening to the podcast, you watch the game, you knew what happened. There you go. So usually what we do, and Brandon knows this, you guys may know this, should know this, uh, but if you don't, usually what we do, we do what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, stocks down. Um, And when it comes to stocks, we're not talking about hating individual players or anything. Just in our eyes, that player's stock is down or up. I have Um, no players
0: on my stock downs.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, For me, well, what we discussed pregame, We're not doing what went right. We're not doing what went wrong. We're just going to do stocks. And we're not doing stocks up. For the first time in LEO podcast history, we are doing stocks down and picking two players, coaches, or position groups for stock down. Again, I will emphasize the fact that these are, um, well, they're no longer unpaid, but they are college athletes. They're not professionals. Um, so we will, I will try to tread lightly, but I'm, uh, I'm a little uh, earmuffs, earmuffs, the rest of the podcast kids. I'm a little pissed off, Brandon. Um, I, we talked about this. I was like, well, so like very sober leaving that place. Um, earliest I've left a game, maybe ever, um, earliest I've ever seen it. Well, earliest, I guess Yukon in 2019. That does not. It doesn't count though. Um, but, uh, the earliest I've left a game, I think eight minutes ago in the third quarter, I said, that's it. Wrap it up route. Um, it, I, I was, I was not, not happy, not happy. The only reason we even listened to anything on the way home was to hopefully catch some sort of post game press conference to see if Alan could answer for anything that happened. Which, the which his position.
0: answers were horrendous. Even his, like, even his press conference today, he made himself worse. Yeah. Did you,
1: did you hear So the biggest question we had on the way home was what? Why, Why did Soresby yes. go in? Yes. Why Soresby? Okay. A couple things. One, I loved the Jack Tuttle thing. Let's be honest about that. Didn't even hear a word about Tuttle, right? All week. No Tuttle, no Tuttle, no Tuttle. Bam. Tuttle starts. So they can't game plan against Jack Tuttle. It And it looked like it. They had no idea. Didn't know he could run for a good two or three possessions in a row. Um, and it was working to IU's favor. That part made that part made sense. The part that doesn't make sense is throwing in a red sh- or a not even a red shirt, a true freshman who hasn't sniffed. You're going to talk about this. We're, I'm sure you're going to talk about. It. So we'll skip ahead a little bit. All right, let's talk. Let's start. Stocks down, Brandon. Give me two. Should we read Seth's first or do you want to?
0: Yeah, let's let's read Seth's. Go let's, ahead. Let's you probably got bury... hold
1: up if you got it.
0: Uh, yes, I do. So here we go. Seth, in case everyone wants to know, is out running errands with the family because he's a family man. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He's out running errands, so he can't hop on. Bad friend. Horrible friend. Mm-hmm. Miserable friend. Um. Anyway, his stock down. Yeah, you know, we'll start with his stock up. He has two of them, and I I agree with one of them. It's and it's the other one. He I actually. He stole my idea, not the other way around. Stock up, he has Kane Womack, and he has James Evans.
1: You'll know why he put Kane Womack in there. For stock yes, because up I'm going to
0: go heavy into that. James Barry Evans.
1: Heavy. Let's talk about James Evans for a minute. Incredible. I mean, the the kid is a, a sophomore, so <laughs> I can't even believe I'm about to say this. Hopefully he doesn't hit the transfer portal.
0: He's our best <laughs> player on our team. He's
1: great. Nine punts on the day. 417 yards punting with an average of 46.3. Five of the nine inside the, the 20 zero touchbacks and a nice long kick of 69 yards nice i mean he he was booting it he was great um, it and booting it yeah i know something's playing in the background if you guys can hear anything playing on my computer i apologize but
0: um are you playing toot it and boot it because i can't hear anything
1: <laughs> notice espn sucks they're just all commercials and everything else, but um, he was the shining star on the team so much to the point that Don Fisher interviewed him as the player of the game <laughs> for of the IU. season. Yes. So, I uh, go on if you want to say anything else about James Evans. If not, let's dip into your uh, two stock downs. Well, I'm gonna get into Seth's Stock Downs. Okay, go ahead.
0: Do you have Allen. any stock
1: ups. I'm sorry. I do have one. Sorry to cut you off. Oh sorry God. about that.
0: I have one. Because I, we, we have yeah, I think to talk about him. So we kind of did. I mean, I think Jack Tuttle played. I think he had played his best quarter of football better than Wisconsin. Definitely better than Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Definitely better than Ole Miss, even though he was hurt. I thought Jack Tuttle put together his best quarter of football that he ever put on for IU. It wasn't I, great yeah it no. wasn't great, but I think if we get that Jack Tuttle for four quarters, it's a one or two score game. I don't think he was playing quite good enough to win us the game, but it's not 45-14. Yeah
1: I don't think it, it was may his, have been him.
0: It may have been 31-21. yeah Who I knows?
1: don't think it was any any of it had anything to do. I thought you know what I thought with him was I thought that was a, that was somebody that cared. That was yep. somebody that went out and played his. I already said this. I already said ear muffs. So don't get mad at me for your kids listening to this. I already he he went out and played his ass off. That run he had on the touchdown drive, I think it may have been a third. Maybe it wasn't a third down, but I don't. The dude was breaking tackles, spin moving people on Penn State, like just going nuts. And and his passes looked good. I think outside of one, it was a timing issue. I think on a, on a slant or a hitch hitch route, where Penn State almost jumped it um but other than that he looked good did he throw down the field not a lot but his average 6.8 i bet you that's higher than Bass's on the season um you know as i said touchdown the great touchdown throw to aj barner in the back of the end zone and barner actually made a really good catch but totally agree with you jack tuttle felt a ton of energy for him felt absolutely awful when he went off the field you could tell he was in a ton of pain um they they come off the field Right in front of us, and it was it was a, a really bad looking injury. So, um, for me, and it's an obvious one, and it's going to seem almost like we're we're paid to talk about him. But it's Josh Henderson, and he didn't see the ball enough again, Brandon. This is another week, another game where Josh Henderson doesn't see the ball. If there is a major weakness, a glaring weakness on this team, it's the offensive line. Everybody knows it. They're screaming at whatever listening device they're listening to us on. This dude had seven carries for 44 yards. That's 6.3 yards a carry. I, I mean, the best running, and now, granted, the best running back for Penn State, 4.8. Next one, 4.6. 6.3. You would hammer 6.3, right? Seven carries, seven touches. Did he even catch the ball? He had one touch, seven, eight total touches on the day. Bears. Unbelievable. So stock up for Josh. Um, we're yeah. So there you go. That's it for my stock up. Let's do stock downs. I'll stop cutting you off. Stock downs from Seth.
0: Tom Allen. Every coordinator hired since Kane and Kalen left have been unmitigated disasters. His doubt, his talent evaluation at the coaching level is highly suspect. Just thoughts on Tom Allen. Second one is a little bit longer. Scott Dolson, lack of football program leadership, continued evidence of football being second-class sports priority. Any other competent Power 5 AD would be mortified and have the courage to make sweeping changes in how you prioritize the business of college sports that is college football. Seth goes on to say, shame on you, Scott Dolson, and your worship of the basketball gods. The cost of the revenue-generating sports team on campus. Now yeah. I hadn't thought of Scott Dolson I'll admit, yeah, I, didn't I, either. I I had not thought of Scott Dolson until he sent this, and then I did the very dumb thing of checking twenty-four-seven message boards. Oh, don't do that. They're the amount of Scott Dolson hate way more than Tom Allen. Way more than Tom Allen. I was super surprised. But that got me thinking. Scott Dolson was, from what I heard, and maybe I'm wrong. You're right. What you're going to say is right. He got hired because he was supposed to be able to ring in the boosters. He was supposed to be the booster guy. He was in that side of the business his entire career. What has he done for football at a, mon- at a money level? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, he's he got had, his lights. He's had, he's had two bowls. He's had a new Big Ten contract or TV contract, and yet Tom Allen had to pay Nick Sheridan's contract out of his own money. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand COVID was a detriment. I completely understand that. And maybe I'm getting influenced by the message boards here. But if this was a campaign, right, and he got brought in to fix the economy and the economy was completely down the crapper, people would be killing him. This guy got hired, not because he had AD experience, not because he was a talent evaluator, not because, you know, of his management of programs inside or outside he got hired for one reason it was money and zero of that money have been added to football and I can't really tell you how much has been added for basketball Woodson's not getting paid a lot now his assistants get paid a pretty penny but I think that's Woodson begging for assistant money I doubt that's Dolson at all um so, yeah, I, I hadn't even thought of Dolson, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm blanking. Who's our previous one? The lawyer from Indy what was his name, Fred Glass. Glass, Fred Glass. At least Fred was a PR guy, right? He he didn't do much either. It, the president railroaded him quite a bit, but at least he got out there and like tried to pump up the boosters. And maybe there's stuff happening that we don't see. I bet you know, there, there probably is. But holy cow! Has everything I read on Jack Dolson been an epic bail. Scott, Scott Dolson, just Scott Dolson. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So props to you, Seth. Props on you, message board. I I can't believe I I I'm even saying that. But I think they all bring up good points. What is this guy good for? And we have a new president, Pamela Witten, who seems to be really in line with sports. We're going to see what she's made up of. Can, can she, at the foundational level, either press Scott Dolson or fire Scott Dolson? Um, so all we heard was this is a new president, you know, dedicated, not dedicated to sports, but has a closer eye on sports. We always see here on the sidelines of basketball games and football games. I'm not going to do crap on a single player. There's enough there's enough players to, to go around that you can. I'm angry. Your words, I am pissed off at this program at a cultural and leadership spot. Epically angry. I'll let you go on before I get back to respond to that, and then I'll get into my uh, stock downs.
1: Yeah, you've got me fired up again. You know, we've we've had a, a day. It, really, I mean, it's been 48 hours since we've we got home. on the road. Yeah. Really, 48 hours since we got home. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I mean, I was mad. Like, I I don't think I don't think it really set in. You know. Then I have other sporting. You know, whatever soccer in the morning on Sunday that went well, and then I had to watch the Colta. Mad again, and then they actually made a move today. How about that? Firing Frank Wright.
0: Right. They finally make a good move. So.
1: Um, so that's, I I feel a little bit better about that. I mean, the tank is fully on. So, um, at least there's a vision, Brandon, the the thing that I've been scratching my head on and and I'm going to go with stock down with this is, is the vision of the program. Like, what is this? What are we known for? What's the strength of the, what, what is IU football? It used to be over the last couple years maybe outside of last year due to injuries, was defense, LEO, and a culture of of fun, hyped football, coach running up and down the sidelines, jumping around. You talked about this on Saturday at the game.
0: Tom Allen doesn't seem to be having fun anymore. It's, It's not fun. It can't be fun. He's a shell of himself, and if he isn't that energy guy, what is he? Yeah.
1: It cannot be fun with that defense for two quarters. Basically, I don't know what the score was at halftime. Was it 21 7 at halftime? Yeah, 24 7, something like that. Um, but then at that point, you know, it that was once once Tuttle went down, it was done. So it, where, where'd we get in the second quarter 24 7. Um, and I think Tuttle went down,
0: it was 21 7 at that point, but it was our ball, right? Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You, you score there and
1: get the ball you know, back exactly yeah. so and but that was it i mean it, once he was done I, I told you on saturday even then it was it was done um but the the vision is my stock down there there is nothing there is no vision of anything what what makes you want to come to iu as a transfer as a recruit as playing any playing
0: time that's it
1: that's it but and i guess the the schedule and obviously look national tv last week national tv this week who knows michigan state i don't know maybe fs1 depending on what time they go and then you know it's always a big 10 game usually for for purdue or maybe even espn too so you're on tv nationally that's the other frustrating part brandon is that where's the support where what what is this and i'll leave it for you and i'm not going to do it but the, the vision is my my stock down we're gonna we're just gonna keep try to keep this rolling as fast as we can vision for me of the program. What what are we what is our identity? Where are we going? This this ain't it. So go ahead.
0: Yeah. So Tom, we started this podcast because of you. I'm not ready to give up on you. I'm not. But I'm in I'm embarrassed to be a supporter. And you know what that feels like? This seems all too familiar, Michael. Because I was this way with Tom Crean. Oh uh, yeah, Tom. Oh, you know what? He dug us out of the ashes. He got us back to the tournaments. He got us back to number one. He got us to. He got us to multiple Big Ten regular season championships. I feel like I'm justifying Tom Allen the way I was du- justifying Tom Crean. In hindsight, I was an idiot. It was so obvious that you could do better than Tom Crean. I was just jaded by emotion. Am I, are we that, right? Like I'm looking myself hard in the mirror and trying to find out if five years from now, seven years from now, if I'm looking back saying, man, that Outback Bowl year, that Gator Bowl year, that COVID year, his his antics his his hype videos did i just get too emotionally invested was i in a bad relationship and i didn't know it because of the past like that's where i'm at with tom allen right now i love the again i would still run through a wall for him i still would but i need i mean to me the seat doesn't get doesn't get hotter right yeah he needs to do, I don't even know what the drastic thing is, right? Like, because if you just fire Walt Bell again, you're right back to not having identity going into the year, right? So I think you got to keep Walt Bell. You can't fire Chad Wilt because you're just right. Like, he can't afford to fire anyone because he needs a full offseason of recruiting and development. So I don't know what he can do. I don't know what he can do over the last three games. Other than beat Purdue, right? Yeah, um, that
1: would go quite a long way. Honestly, I mean, even if you end the season with four wins in a bucket, yeah, uh, you end on a high. You can maybe turn that into something.
0: Because, um, for? For realistically, for right it's not to win a Big Ten championship. It's not to win a. It's not to win, you know, a national championship. Being the college football, it's just not realistic. Um, at least year in, year out. You have three goals. This is Brando's Rando. This is going to be in Brando's Rando's. Let's just get it out now. There's basically three goals for IU every year, right? Win a bowl game. Have a winning season. Beat Purdue. Is Purdue number one there? Is Have a winning record number one there?
1: I just think, think I, bowl is, is easily number one, right?
0: Probably, but we didn't win a bowl in Outback or Gator, and we I think we both would say that was a very good season. Those were very good seasons. Those are successful seasons. Oh, I
1: just I meant I meant make a bowl. Sorry. So I guess winning season would be,
0: yeah, yeah. So two of those aren't possible. Yeah. Is the person the next question? The follow up to that? Can Scott Dolson, Pam Winton, whoever? Fire Tom Crean if they lose to Purdue.
1: I think it depends on. I I don't want to hear
0: any buyout. I don't want to hear that.
1: No. That's what everyone says. The the buyout, by the way, just so everybody knows, if you don't know, if they can Tom Allen before 2023, December 2023, so basically in another entire season, the buyout is $20 million. He makes around $4.9 million a year um that's like 18th i think at the time 18th highest in the country so which is great that shows an investment into the program to invest in a coach um but to answer your question um if it's a blowout at home i mean i can't imagine what that crowd is going to look like brandon it's going to be did you
0: see how many they announced at least on the espn app
1: Mm, i'll look right here
0: 42,000. There's 42, no
1: way there was 42,000 eh. I, I bet you it bet you. I said close. mid
0: to low 30s. I said mid to low
1: 30s. I bet you 42 is doing all right. 42 is probably tickets sold. Maybe. I don't know. What I'm thinking is, I, I think you'll have about 42, 42 to 45, I think, for the Purdue game. But what I'm worried about with that number is the amount of black shirts. It'll be half. Yeah, it's going to be a lot because they're going. To, I don't know what they're at. Are they at six yet? Um, no, I they're not. At they've six got to be at five. They're definitely at five. Maybe five and three. They are. They are
0: five and four. Five and four.
1: Okay. So
0: they play Illinois next, which will lose. So it'll be five and five. Then they, unfortunate they for next? us, they have Northwestern. So they'll they'll already be at six.
1: Well, I mean Northwestern hung with. Uh, Ohio State for a yeah. minute, but it's in in uh, West Lafayette, so yeah, so they'll probably be at six. I mean, I, you know, if anybody can pull off some sort of miracle and they can get in there with five wins, that would be great. That would give me some sort of an incentive to go <laughs> to keep, to watch them not make a bowl. That would be great. But I, I think if it's a blowout, Brandon, it's 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 it the seats on fire. So at that point, I I can't imagine anything being being okay i i'm really afraid honestly for the health of our skill position players the running back and, and quarterback next week that's what i'm worried about because if that happens against purdue if, if you see the same performance for the next three weeks of what we just saw with that offensive line Did you
0: see the line that came out for the ohio state game? 41
1: and a half right so what it is
0: it's embarrassing. That's in bad. That's that's embarrassing.
1: Yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna do some research. Is that your last stock down? Did you already do that?
0: Yeah. I mean, it was Scott Dolson, but I went on that rant during Seth. So yeah, mine was Scott Dolson, and it was Tom Allen. Um. At this point, I can't even blame Chad Wilt and uh, Walt Bell. I've already said everything. There's a say there. Um. I saw a tweet. I don't know if this is where Seth got it from. But, like, holy hell did Kalen DeBauer and uh, and Kane Womack do some heavy freaking lifting. Yeah. Heavy yeah. lifting.
1: So I just want to put this into perspective for some people. Ohio State at home against Toledo. Toledo,
0: 31. Vegas 30. thinks we're 10 points worse than Toledo.
1: 10 points worse than Toledo. They think we're we're three points better, three than Arkansas State. By the way, Ohio State did not cover that. 45-12 final, 44 and a half point favorites. They're awful. They did cover Toledo. They won 77 to 21. So um, don't let last week fool you this week is not going to be
0: we're it's gonna be a really fun. you know how much fun the kids cam had with your kids last time
1: yeah that part will be saturday (laughs) is gonna
0: be fun because we're gonna have fun as two awesome families um i will probably watch as much as you make me watch that game
1: i'm gonna watch you know i'm gonna watch you know i i'm gonna be okay let's pull back the curtain let's let's talk real quick let me do this real fast and then we're gonna do the promo and then we'll We're not even going to revisit predictions. Seth won, I think, or maybe you won. I don't know. Whoever had the biggest blow, it doesn't matter. Um, But then we'll just get to the fun part of Brando's Randos, and then we'll wrap up. But I have had, for the first podcast in a while, I've had zero alcohol to drink. There's that. But when you were talking about some of that stuff and it had me thinking about the visionary part, I was not looking at you. I was just staring off to the side, thinking about things, about how frustrating it is to spend hours away from you know my family doing the podcast or doing going to games or you know any of that stuff or the amount of money that's spent on that this sucks man and but i'm not going anywhere you know what i mean like it's it's always going to be part of it um but i i'm like super depressed now and i hope we're hopefully we're not depressing you guys too bad but Hey, if you're even, I, I hope to we're
0: this. firing you up, man. I That's hope what so I'm, too. Like, I, I'm frustrated because I'm mad. Like, I'm I, what? This. What are the stages of grief? Like, I'm sure I'll get to the sad boy ones, <sighs> but like right now, I'm at the very mad, and I'm, I could be mad at you know Dexter Williams for not being farther along his third year in the program. I could be nayo
1: not... anger bargaining depression acceptance
0: i could be mad at some of the senior uh players maybe monster matthews for oh one my maybe Jalen. um i could but i'm not right i'm not going to die cuz i can't i think we can go talk for another 30 minutes on um on some players
1: that guy but monster he-
0: matthews Jesus. heavy heavy lies the crown mm-hmm. right if The tackling doesn't improve, that's not on the players. If the blocking doesn't improve, that's not on the players. If the play calls doesn't get better, that's on the players. If turnovers aren't created, that's not on the players. It's a failure all the way up, and it starts at Scott Dolson, and it ends at Tom Allen for me. And I have my eyes lasered, lasered on those two. And I want Scott Dolson to freaking speak up. I want to hear him talk I don't know what he's going to say I want Tom Allen to do something I don't know what he's going to do but I'm at a point where I'm demanding something yeah from those two men in leadership
1: yeah we'll see we'll see if anything happens I'm not sure it it stinks because there's not a whole lot it's not like Tom Allen can go bring somebody in to get it fixed Um, I mean maybe he can he can pull something the offensive line is clearly an issue that's a major issue We've we've dealt with a worse defense for years. We've made yeah. bulls with a, a, a top one hundred defense. Um, it, it that that is what it is. I mean, you you hit it kind of, I think, spot on. I think some of the stuff, some of it, you can blame on the players, boneheaded penalties. Um, you know, the the monster Matthews uh, unsportsmanlike conduct late hit or a personal foul late hit was a. I, I can't remember if it was a second in long or a third in long that drove them into scoring a touchdown and was a backbreaker. I think that may have made it twenty one seven at that point, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just the boneheaded plays that are made are are crazy. So but it, it it all goes back to coaching. It has to. It has to go back to discipline and fundamentals. And that was said. I mean, that was said two weeks ago was fundamentals if i'm not wrong was we have to do the fundamentals we've got to do the fundamentals got to get back to the fundamentals and tackling is fundamental in football i don't know if you guys know that or not but the tackling was first first quarter pretty good i mean made some good tfls had a big sack but from there on out i mean that was just that was tough to watch okay that's it let's stop i said we were gonna stop you know five minutes ago but let's stop doing that um anything else from you real quick any other positives you want to talk about i guess baz is coming back hey the weather week. held up
0: the weather the crowd was fun the people that we sit next to are awesome we're mm-hmm. super lucky um so props to the people around us props to the students they showed up if there was a good game if it was a good game those students i believe would have stayed there's no reason uh, for them
1: not to they would have stayed
0: like so i'm gonna give props to the faithful I right. really am. All right. Well,
1: if you are part of the faithful, you're um, I can't say faithful. And as I said, I haven't had anything to drink today. That's that's messed up. But um if you are, you stuck around for this part. This is your favorite part. This is where we talk about our sponsor, Monon Track Club. Indiana's running brand, Monon Track Club. They're built on a deep love for the sport of running and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's culture, the culture of running. Check out the link in the show notes for all their cool stuff that they sell, all the merch, Um, and uh, to check out their club runs. It's on the Instagram. They do a lot of that stuff. You may make their story um, or whatever the, the kids are calling it now. Maybe they make reels, TikToks. I don't know. Uh, but check out the link for all that cool stuff. And as a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. That's promo code L E O10 at checkout. L-E-O-10. That gets you your 10 bucks off a of Hundy. Now let's get back to the show. Brandon, Randos, what do you got?
0: So I'm I'm gonna reference 247, the peak site again. And I'm not gonna completely rip this off, but Ken Bycalf had an amazing post. So I'm not gonna read it. Um go pay your 10 bucks a month. Uh, To there, it's probably the best $10 bucks you will spend every month. Uh, But basically, his thing, Michael, was losing has become cultural. With this IU players, with IU staff, do you agree that losing, A, can be cultural? And if it is, has it seeped into this program? I mean, it's always been, right? It's the the most losing power for a program ever. Um, first to seven hundred losses.
1: I think a cult. I think a culture is something that's that's brought about about by a leadership. So, with the leader comes the culture. So, to call Tom Allen a loser, or to think that he accepts losing, I think is harsh. Can you say that there's a um, like a um I can't think of the phrase that I'm trying to say, but uh, like an overall view the viewership of the program from outside of inside the pro like outside of close to it from inside this fan base, do I think that there's a culture of losing? I think that there's the idea of a culture of losing, but guess what, Brandon there's an idea of a culture I think Kansas is one of the worst football teams in the country all the time. It pissed me off that they beat the crap out of Oklahoma State on Saturday, because we don't do those things. Do you know what I mean? Look at uh, who else is bad. Northwestern's traditionally bad. Wake Forest has been North bad forever.
0: Duke. I mean, you name, you but name. Look me. at what
1: Wake Forest is doing. Go look at the loser. Go look at the all-time losers, Brandon. Oregon Wake State Forest is ranked. Is there. Oregon, Oregon State. There. Vanderbilt. now Vanderbilt's still bad. But those teams are, are what I use grouped in. You see IU on your schedule, you're not scared about that.
0: You're not pumped, anymore. Actually,
1: you're pumped. I think maybe last year before all the injuries and everything, I think Cincinnati was probably shaking a little bit. Like that's gonna be a tough place to go. Um, you know, that's coming off of that season, that that was a tough that we, we were turning the corner. And then now here we are. And I think it's got a lot to do with not making the right hires, which Seth talked about and, and other things like that. But to think that there's a culture of losing, I think it's hard to shake that. I think it really is. It's hard to, for me to, to say that there's not, I disagree is what I'm saying. I think that's what you figured out, but I, uh, it's hard for me to argue against
0: it. So here is my compromise between you and Ken. I think there is an accountability issue with the players and the staff. We got a notion from the presser today that Connor Bazelak is going to start against Ohio State. He was not on the sidelines. Do you know who was? Cam Jones. What is Cam Jones? A leader. Okay. Just so you know, uh, Baz was in the
1: press box. He was in the press box, press box. So I don't know if that was. And I'm not defending him, but I just if you didn't know that, I don't know if that's by design as a quarterback. If you want to be up there with the offensive coordinator,
0: I would think you'd have it down him down there with Jack Tuttle.
1: Personally, I, I would think so, too. But and again, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, You've seen it. You see it a lot where with the phones or even the the headphones or whatever, where they can talk to each other from. The press box, you know, on, you know, in be not in between plays, but you know, in between possessions. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe it's a Walt Bell directed thing. Maybe he wanted to be up there because you get the all 22 look from up there and he can see what kind of like what Jack was looking at. Um, all right. So know. let's, let's I mean, get the bass. I, I, get... I know what you're saying. I know but, what you're but saying. But
0: let's go to Monster Matthews. Let's go to Taiwan Mullen. Let's go to some of the seniors that have been around this program. Shoot, even go to Barner, right? Your upperclassmen, guys that needed to be important for this season to be successful, that just have been, to use Seth's word, an unmitigated disaster. And that that comes to accountability. I think Tom Allen has an accountability issue. And I don't know how you solve that. Other than benching people, you can't bench them against Ohio State because you're going to get people hurt, Right. Um, so I, I know a lot of, I, that's it. I don't have any other Brando's Randos because I don't think this needs to be a fun podcast. I know it's everyone's most fun part, but I don't feel like having fun in this podcast, Michael. I don't. I'm mad. I don't have time for fun Brando's Randos today. So let me, let me ask one
1: thing and then, and then we'll wrap it up Um because it's gone on probably already way too long. So, Oh, oh that kind of one of the hot topics is not investing
0: money. Oh, I got, I got another one. Sorry. I looked at my notes. Okay, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Let me, let me do, let me do mine real quick. And so I've got it fresh is not investing money immediately into the program. The stadium 10 years ago, didn't look like the stadium looks right now. The locker room four years ago, three years ago, doesn't look like it does. Now the weight room, which is not dedicated to football only. I get it. That's a big, that's a thing, but that doesn't look the way that it looks now. People are pointing out the practice facility as being uh, a major recruiting thing, which I can see. Why does IU need to share what their plans are? Do, do you think that's necessary for them to share that to the public? No. Okay. Okay. Because I, as far as I understand, and I talked about this a, a handful of pods ago, maybe two handfuls of pods ago, um, I've seen things on their construction schedule that involve Melon Camp, that involve uh, football-related buildings. So can we just pump the brakes a little bit on that? They just got the $800 million check. They don't have to spend it within the first day. So... Let's uh, let's see what happens. I do agree. I think that the investing in the program is huge. I think can we stop with uh, we need the uniforms. The uniforms are great. I think, but I mean, look across college football. Everybody's got different helmets. Everybody's got different everything. Um, you know that's a re- a huge recruiting tool, Brandon. You know this for a fact. I mean, look, Oregon. Come on. Before Joey Harrington was Oregon a powerhouse, before nope. the. The fun investment from Nike and Phil Knight was Oregon a powerhouse and they had all the, you get all those different jerseys. You're picking up people that want to go play out there because it's fun. Right. And you know that to see that, let's see if that happens. It's not happening tomorrow. I don't think maybe that'd be, that would be a big program boost actually. If they just came out and said, Hey, we're building a whole new practice. facility." (laughs) so I don't know. That's just a, a little side rant of mine. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. What's your last randos? And then I am done talking.
0: Yes. Um, and I, I meant that not towards you, but just like this game, NIU football. That was really rude of me. I did not mean it like that. So everyone wants to talk buyout. Everyone wants to talk money. UCF, USF, which is in Tampa, Florida, is currently one in seven. They are without a doubt firing every single person in that program. Tom Allen leaves, solves the buyout, yes or no. The, are you saying now, if now, he
1: if he leaves, do they have to buy out his contract? Is that what you're saying? Correct. I don't think so, right? If you now I don't it, know
0: why Tom would ever do that. Why would Tom ever leave that much money on the table? He's a I would think a smart man. I, I think he's a smart man. But that is a solution to both problems it
1: is um i also think that with the dollar amount that i just told you that 20 million dollars is a fraction of the amount of money that this uh school and the athletic program have to use um it's a big chunk it's a big chunk we paid archie a couple years ago 10 million dollars to get out of town thank god i would have paid him 100 million dollars to get out of town but um that's a whole different pot I and mean, my feelings on that guy are just a little bit different than Brandon's. but um yeah i i get it he's smart he's smart but he's also he's loyal and he's he also cares i think about his his reputation and his view outside of you know his home basically which is exposed i mean he's a he's a public figure and a. A national figure, I guess. I mean, being on national TV all the time, people talk about him, and, and everywhere else. But um, I, I, I get it. I think it's a major long shot. But yeah, I, I, I get it. But I, the ties are there with Tampa. I just—it's a big step down for him. A huge step down in salary. But you live in Tampa, so Ford sucks. But you live in Tampa on the beach.
0: That's all you got, man.
1: Cool. Well, that's it. We're done that was enough depressing talk we a good 50 minutes or so. or pretty close 40, to 45 it, minutes. There you go. Um, be sure if you want to, to check out the pod, especially on Saturday. Um, well, well, I guess we'll do another pod in a couple of days. Preview it may not be any better than this one, but, uh, be sure to check out the pod. It's on Twitter. It's at podcast. Leo, be sure to download rate review, follow on all of our platforms. I've been getting requests for another platform, Brandon. So we may have to add another one. Yeah. Um, Let's just say it. I mean, Stitcher. A Stitcher. Yes. The old Stitcher, which I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's because I'm old. I don't know. What is... Do you know the Stitcher?
0: I've like, never heard. I've never heard a Stitcher in my me
1: life. Me neither. Me neither. But it's fine.
0: You know, if that's... What you give the do. people what they want.
1: Oh, Stitcher is... It's, it's a freaking podcast website or podcast app, whatever. Yeah. Dude, yeah, we'll be there. We'll go to the Stitcher. I will keep it up on the computes so that I know... To do that, so we'll do that. Yep, and we do all that stuff. Just talk about us, talk SHIT, and the reviews. Just give us five stars. It'd be cool. Um, love you guys. Uh, Elio, 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 you said it. All right, see.
0: Elio, awesome day, Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that, Elio. All right, great, Elio. Appreciate you guys, Elio.